Greetings everyone, this is V, aka, also known as Vernon English, I guess that's my name, or also known as V, but yeah, it's uh, one of those weird days today, which I always love, and I have some cool stuff to tell you guys, but before I get into all of this, and before I go into what I call the existential tangent land, it's a great place, it's like, full of meandering pathways into obscurity and into nerdum nerdisms or just nerddom nerd nerddom coined that term and and i just did just now nerddom but uh yes uh hit the subscribe button let someone know about the pieces <laughs> this is one of the most obscure and weirdest podcasts i just had a a cinnamon roll from a very special person in my life and that was I inhaled it it just magically just disappeared in my mouth but don't tell my mom that all I eat is sugar please don't because then she'll be like yo you ain't eat no vegetables in how many days and I'll be like yo um wait what spinach like Popeye anyway um this is actually getting to a, a good point in the story, and I, I'm appreciating it because I'm getting a lot of different input from different people. And if you've listened to the last few podcasts, I've been updating in real time or writing while I record, and writing in my mind is a gift, and I would attribute that to me looking at other artists doing the same thing. And... That's the overall message and theme for this podcast is the ability to articulate these things or write mental notes. And so I'll be taking you through a writing class in how I inspire myself every day. And no, this is not how you're supposed to write. This is just one way that you can write or as a template. So if you go through a drop down menu or on Microsoft, whatever, whatever, and you see like, oh, well, somebody put down everything like here. They had all the bullets and stuff like that. For me, I would love other artists to look at this as, well, I can build on this. Or this is just one step from 2022. I'm pretty sure it would be far more advanced a year from now or six months from now to write something. Um, not on Reddit, but basically have it on their own format or kindle or something that can make another app that will be accessible to someone who can read now like i say this is tangent land so please no it's not in cursive writing or anything like that it's completely obscure it has no continuity to the story in any way but i just want people to keep writing um and surround themselves by this sense of inspiration so let, let, let me start from the beginning okay <clears throat> Let me take a hit of this um, flume. Oh, also, fun fact if anybody wants uh, sponsorships from me, I would love to sponsor them. Um, flume, F L U M. If you guys love my voice and the crazy stories, hey, send me a box of all their sort of flavors, preferably the aloe grape. Because my, my girl likes aloe grape. So I like aloe grape. It's a funny story. Anyway. <laughs> anybody else in the LA area who would love me to record on a podcast and need 
uh, utter obscure black guy to talk about absolute nothingness with weed in his hand and smoking weed and talking about that, you, you could definitely invite me. I would love to do a soundbite and send some interesting things. No, I'm not going to talk about Will Smith. No, I'm not going to talk about Chris Rock. I don't know those guys. I've never seen them before a day of my life. Only on TV. That, that, that's all. But neither here nor there, uh, my story is progressing, right? So in 2014, I can honestly say I officially, officially started my story. And it sounded like a book report. And I hated it at first, and I didn't want anything to do with a book report. And I knew I had to change the story, and I knew I had to change the vision that I had in my mind. The thing that I had in my mind in general was that I wanted it to be something that I would be proud of, and that it was a project that I can come back to endlessly. Like, I would love to just go back. If it was basically. If you're excited about something or you're building something and you finish building that thing, you can go back and then there would be a special secret space that you could build and go even more intricately into that said thing. So a pyramid and then you have like a room underneath that room and another room underneath that room and, and you get what I'm saying. <clears throat> and so that's why I named all these different stories different uh, parts. And they weren't necessarily connected. One in particular was the little litigator of Celestial and the Green Kings. Now, let's just stop right there for a moment, okay? All right. You still following? Okay, okay, okay. So, the book is Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. The second book is The Seeds of the Time Before Time. And the third book is The Seat of the Door with No Threshold. All right? So, we're not even going to talk about hearing colors to kill sounds, which is completely obscure. Hello, Mr. Crow, I hear you. And the, the seed or the seeds of the time before time is indicative of dream time. If you're familiar with the Aborigines, and Aborigines are the native people of Australia. And these people have existed since antiquity and have been undisturbed since uh, until uh, there was a sense of... Uh, colonialism I don't even know when I don't know world history like that but I know that people from I guess Europe came and vilified them and took their lands and ultimately just forced them into this bad lands or this sense of just tundra slash whatever you want to call it sand and they held on to their culture regardless of what um, the modern world did to them now, the thing that I revered and respected the Aborigines about is because they reminded me of the Incas or they reminded me of the Aztecs and they reminded me of the native people from Africa and um, the elders or even people from the Amazon because they held on to something that, quote unquote, the modern man did not see. You can go and think about that existentially and metaphysically, but we're not going to go down that road. It's just a point of maturity when someone has a walkabout. And a walkabout is just like a peyote type of endeavor or this coming of age for a man. And uh, that's just in the tribe. 
And so the walkabout turns or they talk about the elders and they speak of this time before this one. And there's no written evidence. There's no, you know, paint wall drawings or anything like that. But they just talk about how it's dream time. This is a dream time. And then there was another dream time before this one. And then you get what I'm saying. And the, the point in between is this sense of the universe contracting and expanding. And so you have this sense of this nothingness. And then you have everything and then you have this sense of nothingness. And that's what they were indicative of. Before there was Newton, before there was, you know, scientific evidence of the universe itself. And I thought that was an interesting thing. And I named it my second book back in 2016. I was like, yo, that's dope. The seeds of the time before time. No, not like that one story with the dinosaurs in it, which I love that movie, by the way. I think it's like uh, Littlefoot and all that other stuff like that. I used to watch it when I was a kid. But <clears throat> the third book is The Seed of the, Thor the Door with No Threshold. And it's basically someone sitting in a, a door, but there is no threshold there so there is no point of going from there to there it's kind of just like a, a wall of something or a void and I, I tried to describe that to someone once before and they're just like dude you smoke a lot of weed and I was like dang damn how did they know oh my god but anyway that's basically where we're starting for this sense of the story and I'm explaining this part that's exciting me because someone told me that if I told this story, it would be an instant classic. Now, this is Hollywood. This is Los Angeles. I take everything with a grain of sand. <laughs> and I always take compliments that way. I never, you know, hype myself up on any of these things or, or imagine it to be nothing more than me just talking to you now. But I'll explain to you why this story excites me so much, and then I will update you as to what it was that I wanted to convey. So those are two things. I'm updating you on the visuals, and then I'm telling you what I'm meaning behind these visuals. So <clears throat> um, the story begins with, and, and I've repeated this on the past few of them, but we're going to go in more in depth. <clears throat> so. You have a kid who's probably like 12, 13 or something like this, um, who's basically found in a pile of bodies. Now these piles of bodies are like 50 feet high. It's something that uh, in this world you would never imagine it to be um, because it would obviously be categorized as something as mass genocide, something horrible. Think of the most horriblest thing and this little kid just waking up in it and him being unfazed by it, the most grotesque things. And these women find him in it, and they are flabbergasted, they are, you know, flipping out, and he's just like, well, I mean, what? <laughs> so they clothe him and, you know, take him back into the forest where they were. And initially, you know, the boy is excited to speak to others, a language, but the forest holds way more weight on his discovery and on his his palate and, and as a person uh, ultimately one could say his soul and so he wanders off and the women off rip are just flipped out they are 
like whoa how could we do this we took him from someplace and now we just released him into an even worse situation how could we do this what's wrong with us like how could we not take care of someone who we just saved and this elder woman talks to them uh, a part of the group and she's like well mm, you guys are flipping out about nothing right and then they're like oh wow now old woman you're senile now we just lost this young man she's like no you fail to realize that this young man has a moral compass that is better than your own and she's saying that he knows way more of this place than we do because he knew where he was going he knew where he was and he will be okay that compass will take him to where he needs to go and uh, you shouldn't worry about such things um, because there's something I can't put on into words, but he, he will be okay. The, the young women are all like flipping out, like all women, all women, you're senile, you're flipping out. Wow, we just, now you make trying to make us feel even worse now because now you're naming stuff we don't even know about. Like what? And, and that's the mentality of how the story begins. And the visuals, right? If you're imagining a world the size of the sun, the, the sheer scape, scape, the sheer scale and scope, I think that's how you pronounce it, not scape, sheer scape, I don't even know what that is. Anyway, <clears throat> the, the largeness compared to our own planet is something that I cannot even imagine, a, a forest the size of like a continent or something like that, or uh a state was miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of unmolested um, land that has been there for ages and a half trees that would make the redwoods look like twigs and you know dr seuss would have a fit is just as far as like how all of this fantastic otherworldly fauna and basically the the trees and things look and you, if you have an imagination, which you do, you can imagine the fruits, the vegetables, and all these other different things, and how it is completely alien to our own, just as far as the coloration. They have, like, blueberries. They have, like, the size of your fist type of thing. And the sun is not... It's basically not the same sky that we have. I always, and I allude like basically give little hints as to what the sky looks like and I always give like a little tidbit by saying oh the third moon's light or the second sun this because literally it's like two to three suns in the sky one being insanely ginormous another being obscured in the horizon always over in the horizon and then another sun like way 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 off in the distance uh, the way you would think of a regular sun and how it would look and the way that these lights uh, play off of one another uh, it makes it the the sky seem purple and there is no sense of sunset there there's sunsets and so throughout the days which comparatively to ours it's 24 I don't even know how scientifically I'm going to verse this to someone who is going to come and try to fact check me later but I would just say that their days are nothing compared to ours. Ours are nothing compared to theirs. Like it, it could go for days and, and that would be just one of our days. So 
the young man is basically experiencing all of these things at once and all of these senses at once a forest if you're walking in the forest and you see stream or you see other things like plants and you see the the, the shimmers and, and he's basically discovering senses for the first time which is cool because I always and, and this one fun fact is uh, a play on words uh, I am the childlike version of myself that survived so I'm basically giving this character with no name um, my attributes to how I would interact being in that said situation like oh well I would do this and I would do that and then he's he goes off and wanders into this sense of clearing and so he hears this music or he hears these people and their voices and he thinks they're people and so he walks up to them and they are clearly not people they look like bark they their skin is all like the trees they have flowers and you know leaves growing out of obscure places and their eyes are different and green and, and many other different colors yellow and this this that and the third I, I had this in my mind and I always left the details for open interpretation for someone to just interject but this is literally me telling you now so that you understand uh, what it looks like the young man himself is dressed in garbs like you would think of just as a robe, but not as that like long. You could think of it kind of like as a trench coat or something like this that the women gave him, and it kind of is made out of wool or some type of hair material. The other things, uh, his shirt is a leaflet, and I say leaflet, F E A F L E T, because it's not just made out of leaves. Now, obviously, leaves would be dry, and then it'd be like, oh, well, now it just disintegrated. No, leaf lead is kind of like, if you look at guava, uh, grava, G-R-A-V-A, or something like this. I don't even know how you pronounce that word. Anyway, a type of leaf, almost like a tobacco leaf, where you dry it, and then it's been, you know, interwoven with some type of mm, not synthetic material, but more or less like a um, ah, a thick wool material. And so it's kind of like the, the leaf is on top and then the wool is underneath. And that's why I call it like a leaflet garment. And that's what he has as far as like a shirt and, and pants. And so he's just walking around and his shoes is one of the things as well, a different type of leaflet, which is a bit more tougher and almost no, 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 no Peter Pan looking type of stuff. No, Disney will come after me in like two seconds. But uh, <laughs> I would just leave it for now and go back into the next part of the descriptions. So hit the subscribe button, let somebody know, and I'll finish explaining what everything looks like on part two. All right. Peace, peace. This is V, a.k.a. Vernon English. Love you guys. And hit the subscribe button. And the more you guys like the pieces, the faster it is I upload. So, hey.